Live from our studios in Austin, Texas, this is Drinking Bros Fake News with Ross Patterson, Dan Holloway, Papa G with the traffic. How you feel? Not good. Yeah. Field reporter, Hot Bob. And Delco Dan with sports. Welcome to Fake News. Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros Fake News, everybody. Bringing you the realest, fakest news of the week. This week, however, we got a special guest on the show. We've chatted about her a lot in the past here. She's a lightning rod in Congress. We got Marjorie Taylor Green on the show. Marjorie, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. You and I were chatting right before the show started. Uh, I'm from Georgia. Uh, obviously, know your districts. Uh, our high schools were pretty close to each other growing up there. Um, it's hard for me to imagine that you came from a, such a small town and then rose to this uh, crazy national prominence here. Yeah, it's definitely been a wild ride. You know, for me, uh, I became a member of Congress in January of 2021, and I never expected the national news media to uh, to do what they did to me. They basically created a character of me that doesn't exist and sold it all over the country 24-7. Uh, so it's been really, really interesting, but I just wrote a book about everything that's happened since then, and I'm very excited for it to come out. You sure did. It's called MTG. (laughs) It's available now. I'm looking at it here on Amazon, and you kind of go through your life in all of this stuff. Um, Before we get into it, though, I do want to say congratulations on being correct on the Jewish space lasers. I did not think that was a real thing. I actually had to walk that back about six months later on this show. It was real. Who knew? Who knew? Well, I tried to tell people, although I never said the phrase phrase Jewish space lasers. That was totally wild. Um, And they used it uh, on an attack on me, claiming I was anti-Semitic, and I'm not. Um, But I wrote a chapter about that in my book as well, Jewish space lasers. Uh, It was shocking to me to find out my name was trending with such an interesting phrase uh, one night, and it, it was absolute insanity. I bet. I mean, look, when I saw it, everybody got a good chuckle out of it. Uh, Obviously, everybody's going with a a catchy phrase or a tagline to get clicks or likes or whatever it is. And then, you know, six months later, we find out, indeed, uh, Israel does have lasers that could be shot down from space. And I was like, holy shit, MTG was correct. (laughs) Well, you know, they call me a conspiracy theorist. And if you're a conspiracy theorist, guess what? Most of the time, you're right, because most of our conspiracy theories have all turned out to be true. Okay, so let's get into it. Uh, January 6th tapes just got released. Um, was January 6th itself a conspiracy by our own government? You know, that's something I think we need to investigate, and it's been a very serious issue for me. It's one of the first chapters in my book is January 6th. I had worked very hard leading up to that day, preparing to object to Joe Biden's electoral college votes because I had seen so much evidence and so many people had signed their name on affidavits saying that they had witnessed voter fraud. And and I was completely shocked at the events that day. It was my third day in Congress. 
So I write about January 6th in detail. Uh, and I also write about the January 6th defendants because I have been only one of the one of only, you know, many Republicans um, that has actually been in the D.C. jail multiple times. My first time, though, was in November of 2021. And it's one of the most heartbreaking things I've ever seen. And it still haunts me to this day. Uh, these people have been persecuted and their human rights have been violated. And I was there when they were being held uh, 22, 23 hours a day in solitary confinement. And it, this is this is a very serious situation in America that the Department of Justice can do this to, to Americans that walked in the Capitol, did nothing wrong through open doors and Capitol Police were were showing them around. Um, so I, you know, now that 90 hours have been released of the 44,000 hours, I think it's extremely important, but to me, videotapes are not enough. I want accountability and I've called for Speaker Johnson to start a January 6th select committee. We need to investigate the former January 6th committee, uh, Nancy Pelosi, the FBI. We need to talk to the DC police. We need to talk to any law enforcement agents that, that were there that day because it has been a complete lie about January 6th. It was not an insurrection. It was a setup. Yeah, and, and we'll go back to Monday's show here. Uh, we played some of the footage. It's the first time that we're seeing it. Uh, and to me, a lot of it was shocking because much like the rest of America, we watched the primetime hearings with Kinzinger and Liz Cheney and those guys. Yeah, I almost choked up I, when he started crying, real emotional because we know Adam. We sure do. He's, he's getting lettered. Well, I'm not going to get too fucked up because he's a politician <laughs> on the show, but he, his wife is an Obama or a, a, a Hillary Clinton person. Right? Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, she worked for, um, God, was it HHS or something? I don't remember what it was. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, when he started crying, it was like... Man, you're going to get me going. I, we you know got all I mean? worked up. It's like when you're at the Grand Canyon and you see it and you're like, oh, man, that's pretty. And then you see your dad next to you, he starts yeah. crying. And you're like, fuck. That's, it's know? a beautiful sight. And we're, we're saying this with complete sarcasm, by the yeah, way. Fuck him. Adam was on the show and uh, he actually stayed at my house. Uh, a long time ago. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, did uh, you did you check to see if like there was anything weird going on? He left his suit coat, and I thought that oh, was weird. Boy. Who leaves uh, somebody's house without well, another sport coat? He's a little. He's a tiny little man. He is. He's a tiny yeah. man. But uh, you know, at the time, uh, <laughs> you know, he was super Trump. Everything was cool and everything was awesome. And then something switched, and it was about a year and a half later. And then he got out of it. Now, what I had said was it, it appeared as if he was auditioning for a job later. I know that they were redistricting uh, where he was running and all that mm -hmm. other stuff. So it seemed like he was jockeying for some sort of uh, maybe uh, speaker position on, on CNN or, or MSNBC or something like that. Mm -hmm. Sure enough, that's exactly what happened there. Did you ever get a chance to talk to those guys and say, hey, why did you select edit a lot of this footage from January 6th and not show the stuff that we've been seeing online over the last 48 hours. Well, that was all part of the setup. And that was the reason why they did it that way. They have to lie about President Trump and all of his supporters because the Democrats are the party of violence. And we saw that in 2020 with the Antifa BLM riots. Um, and we're seeing it again now with the ceasefire now uh, rallies and protests that are really honestly linked directly to terrorism, Hamas, Rashida Tlaib, and other members of Congress. And this is who the Democrat Party is. 
and it was hurting them very badly um, with the, with the American people. And I believe that January 6th was a setup to hurt President Trump. Uh, they're trying to destroy his opportunity to win in 2024. We know it's not working because Americans are too smart and aren't buying their lies anymore. Um, but you're right about Adam Kinzinger. Uh, he's definitely, I guess, shown his true colors uh, and sold out on the January 6th committee. I believe he's a traitor, an absolute traitor, not only to Republicans, but to our country. And, and it's unfortunate because he served our country in the military. We have another Republican doing the same thing right now. That's Ken Buck from Colorado. He's currently auditioning for any any CNN, MSNBC, whoever will hire him since he's not running for Congress uh, now, too. Do you think these people know that CNN's not going to exist in two years? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like uh, trying. It's like uh, trying to get uh, into the Prussian military or something. Yeah, you know it's not going to be around for yeah, a while. Yeah. Uh, the, the, I know CNN is for sale and all that stuff. Um, you know, uh, as far as Trump goes, since you brought him up here, uh, currently I believe he's sitting at uh, fifty-seven points ahead of his next closest competitor coming up here for twenty twenty-four. Primaries, I think, start in two months. I mean, we're Iowa caucus, I believe, is in February here, so that's coming up. Um, are you planning to do any rallies with President Trump, um, uh, touring around the country with him by any chance? Absolutely. I'll be campaigning with President Trump as much as my congressional schedule allows me to. I believe we have to do everything we can to get him back in the White House. Uh, another thing about the Republican primary is I really find it's outrageous that these Republican uh, presidential candidates are staying in the race and they're losing so badly. And here's the situation that bothers me about them. And I haven't really attacked them much because they are losing so badly and no one's going to vote for them. Uh, everyone's going to make sure that we get President Trump easily across the line in the primary. But think about it. These are Republicans that are staying in the primary and they're counting on the Democrats to put President Trump in jail. They're counting on the Democrats to win these god-awful lawsuits and, and court cases where they're trying to take his name off the ballot. So any Republican running for president that is trying to become president, counting on the Democrats to take out their the leading primary opponent, the one that's winning, these are the exact people that we should never, ever elect to hold office again. Because look at them. They're truly traitors to Republicans or traitors to America because they're counting on the weaponized government in order to be able to have a chance at winning the office of the presidency. Well, this is kind of an unprecedented situation. When's the last time we had a guy who was in office at one point, missed a term and then came back? I don't think, I don't think that's fair to say that he's the presumptive. On paper, the polling shows he's the presumptive nominee. Mm -hmm. But if he hadn't been president before if, and he was still winning by 57 points, there would still be Republican debates, would there not? Well, there probably would be debates, but my point is these are these are Republican presidential primary candidates mm. that are counting on the Democrats to knock out the leading uh, the leading presidential Republican. What, candidate. what makes you say that though? Did They're they did they say that, or or is that just like you're you you think that's what it is? Because this happens in and during the primary uh, season all the time, where people will stay in the race longer than they probably should just to try to secure some kind of cabinet position or whatever else, right? I think that's probably why Vivek Ramaswamy's still in, frankly, because he knows he's not going to win. Well, I think, they're poll I think the polling numbers speak for themselves, and President Trump is winning so big. Mm. Um, these people are wasting donor dollars, and uh, they're not going to have any position in President Trump's cabinet 
Well, that, that, and that's the one thing I do hate about all of this is the mm. the wasting of the money, right? Uh, with the Nikki Haley's <laughs> and everybody else, you're you're just wasting millions and millions of dollars. When yes, you are not going to win. Hopefully, they'll get out of the race early. Well, no, she's she's you know she needs the money, right? From Lockheed and Boeing and Northrop Grumman and General Dynamics mm-hmm. and Texas Instruments, right? That's she's a fucking war hawk. She wants war. Yes, you can yeah. see it on her face. She's she's basically like a soft right Hillary Clinton. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. Yeah. She is absolutely, and maybe she's maybe she's auditioning for a position on one of the boards of those companies in oh, the yeah. military and industrial 100%. complex. She's Dick Cheney two point right? Yeah, Get the fuck mm-hmm. out of here. I like the soft Hillary Clinton though a lot. Soft actually. right Hillary soft Clinton. Soft right Hillary yeah. Clinton. instead of hard. Everybody says hard or far right. Sure, which is a meaningless phrase these yeah, days. Just go soft. Yeah, just go soft these yeah, days. Yeah, because she's uh, like, oh, well, these these heels are fucking weapons or whatever. She yeah. said, shut the fuck up. Dude. What does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That was that an was, awful what, what comment. Do you, you got a you got a comment on that? What the fuck did that mean? Yeah, do, do you do you watch these the heels or bullets? Or man? you just Hell check yeah, out of those South all together? I think that was such a gross, like <laughs> feminist, um, pro woman, oh, like strong woman comment. I think it was such a <laughs> it was poor delivery. It didn't come off right. Um, but I got to tell you, Nikki Haley makes me sick. Um, we've had enough of this warmongering. I've, I have voted to send no dollars to Ukraine, zero. And I was one of the only ones at the beginning. I think it was like me, Thomas Massey, um, and Matt Gates. We were, we were pretty much the only ones that were like, nope, we're not doing the foreign wars. We're done with that. Our border is the most important border. And I think that's why Nikki Haley is so far down in the polls is, is it's because America is like, we're sick of this. We are really fed up with it. Uh, we need to be focusing on our border. And there's a situation that happened uh, earlier today. We're waiting to find out the details where a car exploded um, entering in the United States from Canada. Uh, but I serve on the Homeland Security Committee, and we have had over 10 million people cross into our border since Biden became president. There are 1.8 million gotaways in our country. And we know for a fact, and we've been told that that an unknown number of those gotaways are terrorists and they're here in our country. Um, so, so enough with Washington, absolutely obsessed with the foreign wars. We're, we could have a foreign, we could have a war on our own land um, at any time in the future. Sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, to your point, I, I'm on the board of a company called Save Our Allies. You may have heard of it. Uh, we uh, evacuated people from all these war zones because the government's incompetent. Um, we vet every single person that we bring here, right, uh, exhaustively. My understanding is 60 to 70% of the people that the U.S. government brought from Afghanistan specifically into the United States weren't vetted at all. And we've got footage of people at the uh, D.C. Convention Center just getting picked up by fucking Ubers and shit and driving home. With without any like it's just like a random Afghan dude mm-hmm. in his forties like all right that's mm-hmm. probably good, um, but what about other foreign wars? What about Israel? Right? Why should we be sending money there? Well, I actually there was only two Republicans that voted no to the fourteen billion to go to Israel, and I was one of them. Was uh, the other one Massey? Then, I would assume it's Massey. Right? Yeah, yeah, Thomas Massey. Now, I I had to explain my position there, and I'll just do it briefly, but I do support Israel. I think they're totally different than Ukraine. You can't even compare the two. Israel is a strong, independent nation. Mm. They're a nuclear-armed nation, and they also manufacture some of the best weapons and ammunition in the world. We buy their 
weapons and ammunition. Um, but and I have voted in the past to fund their Iron Dome um, and other funding for for their defense of their country. Uh, but I didn't want to send the 14 billion at this time, and I'll tell you why. The Biden administration wants to be engaged in that war. They want to tell Israel, you know, their rules of of how to how to conduct their war against Hamas. And and I think Israel wants to do this on their own. And they're successful if they do it on their own. And the Biden administration has no business telling Israel how to attack terrorists that murdered innocent Israelis in such barbaric, horrific ways. And um, I got to tell you, though, you know, even though the House passed the 14 billion, the Senate did not pass it. And none of that money has gone to Israel. And we've been watching, uh, you can see it every day, Israel is doing a great job handling their business all on their own. Yeah, I don't see their presidents uh, doing too many late night talk shows or interrupting the Grammys or anything else, begging for America's money and or help in this one. Um, I agree, the the wars are are totally different. Uh, you know, me personally, and you know, Dan can speak more on this, having served overseas, uh, I, I don't really want to be involved in either of those because it, it doesn't involve our country directly, um, especially financially uh, or sending troops over there uh, in particular. I like that. I'm against that all the way around uh, unless, you know, we get attacked on American soil. Uh, by the way, just to, to back up what you said earlier about the uh, explosion on the border, Laura Loomer and take her for whatever she's worth, which is not a lot. Uh, said it, it, it was a, a, a Hamas attack. So that has not been confirmed by anybody else. The, I know look, that's going around Twitter right now. I, I'm but sure I'm sure it's going around Twitter, but I know people that are on the ground up there and what they have is a fucked up car and pieces of bodies. So two, get yeah, fucked, two, two dead like, bodies. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm yeah. sure it is. It probably is, right? But why? What do you got to be first? Uh, <laughs> I've got inside information. Do, 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 do. Shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah. God damn it. Um, actually, Actually, I, I serve on the Homeland Committee, and we've been talking about the situation. And the current the current information that's out right now is that there, it is has not been linked to Hamas. So Laura Loomer's jumping out ahead because she likes to have viral posts. Um, she doesn't have any inside information. Uh, the car did explode, and the suitcase that they have looked at there has not at this time. It's not being reported to us on the Homeland Security Committee. There has not been any parts of a bomb found in that car. Uh, the car did uh, rush the border at like 100 miles per hour and and hit the um, entry there of the port of entry. Uh, but it's still under investigation, and it would be very irresponsible at this time uh, to call any, you know, call it uh, for Hamas or even though we wouldn't be surprised. But it's completely irresponsible to, to be spreading that information right now. I agree. Yeah, but looking at, uh, to your point about there being a suitcase and no clear evidence yet of an of a bomb specifically, I'm looking at photos that I was sent, and it was a bomb, right? There's no quite. It was a VB IED, a vehicle-borne improvised explosive device. So that part— Well, I, it definitely may—it may be, but I'm just yeah, giving yeah, yeah. you that the— part, I'm telling you, there's you no what they told me. Anybody, yeah. For sure. Yeah, we, for, that's right. And I mm. think it's—you know, people need to be responsible with their information and not be interested in just getting a bunch of retweets and, yeah. and posts. And that's the problem with the one you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, she operates more like a, uh, um, I guess, internet troll, uh, mm. and that's it. Well, uh, I mean, that, but that's like how uh, all things being— equal that's how the media would have handled this right if if there was still any possibility of us getting into a ground war over there 
that I feel like that phase is past mm-hmm. at this point because, as she said, um, Israel's got it under control and everybody knows that. But if we were still mm-hmm. in that middle period, right, where they were bombing and figuring out what they were going to do on the ground, there's no question in my mind that liberal rag papers and, and, and uh, news channels would be trying to link this to Hamas just for the opportunity to go to war over there. It seems like the, the left is so bloodthirsty these days. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. None of them have ever served wow. in any real fucking war, by the way. Right. And Washington is bloodthirsty. But talking about Hamas, who we can link directly to Hamas, is someone I serve with in Congress named Rashida Tlaib. This woman is directly linked in supporting them. Um, she gave a speech on October 18th, uh, blaming Israel for the bombing of the Gaza hospital and launched uh, 1,500 people of the Ceasefire Now group uh, to descend it on the Capitol complex. They came in the Cannon House building. That's my office building. And, and they occupied our building for hours, uh, shutting down Congress, stopping committee hearings. Uh, it was exactly the same thing that people did on January 6th. And over 300 of them were arrested that day. Uh, Rashida Tlaib is completely coordinating with them. And my staff went around and took pictures uh, of, of the people that were texting on their phones. And we got pictures of their cell phones, the screens of their cell phones. And the top of one of the cell phones was a big group chat, and it was called Global Intifada. And you're familiar with this serving in the military. Intifada means Arab uprising. It means jihad. And that that group, one of the names that was in the group was the lead attorney for the Southern Poverty Law Center, Katrina Bleakley. And I brought this information to a Homeland hearing when we had Christopher Ray sitting before us on the committee, and the hearing was about terrorism. He knew nothing about anything that I was talking about, didn't even care, didn't ask me for the information, didn't ask me for the evidence that I had. Um, And that greatly concerns me. And it should concern all of us, especially knowing that we could have thousands of terrorists that came in our country among the 1.8 million gotaways. We have a member of Congress, Rashida Tlaib, uh, just recently exposed for being in a Facebook group that is linked with Hamas, a private Facebook group. And then we have the FBI director that doesn't even care about the information that I brought forward about global intifada and organized group. Um, so you've got a business degree um, and I've got, I've got a math question. How many 9-11s or Pearl Harbors does one insurrection count as? Because, <laughs> um, you know, Kamala Harris is on television talking about oh, 9-11, Pearl Harbor, January 6th. And then, but then there's been like three insurrect, quote unquote, insurrections by leftists this year alone. So it's like, do you know, is there a math equation you guys use on the Homeland Security Committee to determine how many of these, like a weighted scale or it something? It almost is going to be a Kamala scale right. where you're yeah. putting it in there of like, all right, we'll throw in three 9-11s, four Pearl Harbors, uh-huh. yeah. and then maybe an Oklahoma City bombing. Mm. And that's what January 6th was. Yeah. And uh, and then try to figure it out yeah. from there. Uh, speaking of uh, Rashida Tlaib, you recently uh, moved to have her censured, uh, which ultimately ended up happening there. Um, were you in... Uh, are we on the Congress floor when she gave her speech and and got all teared up and everything and had to be consoled uh, there? Do Was that part of it? Because I only saw that one single camera on them. I didn't see who else was to the right or left. Yeah, that was part of it. And that, that was during the debate on the central resolution. Uh, that central resolution, even though I voted for it, I thought it was quite weak. It didn't uh, require her to come down to the well and be censured, which is part of the point of censuring someone. 
is to basically shame them for what they've done. And I was I was disappointed in that version of it. Mine was a lot stronger. Uh, it talked about uh, October 18th, uh, totally laid the responsibility squarely on her. Because here's my problem. I wrote this in my book, MTG. Oftentimes, I get just as mad at Republicans as I do Democrats, because Republicans never hold the Democrats accountable. And they never make the Democrats play by their own rules. And that was the perfect opportunity to make Rashida Tlaib accountable in the exact same way the Democrats try to hold us accountable for things. And she is accountable for it. It is her responsibility. And she is completely tied in with those groups. And it's provable. Um, but yeah, we did end up censuring her. She is such an actress. I also serve with her on the oversight committee. That woman can turn on tears quicker than anything you've ever seen in your life. Um, and, and it's, it's outrageous. It's really pathetic and, and outrageous. Yes. Yeah, so you say you, you don't like Republicans who don't take it to uh, the Democrats the way it happens in the inverse. Um, how do you feel about Johnson and at all not bringing impeachment charges against Biden? They, they say they don't have enough evidence yet. That's a fucking ludicrous thing to say. There's plenty of evidence. It is. There's so much evidence. I introduced articles of impeachment on Joe Biden on his first day in office mm. back in January of 2021. Ironically, it was two weeks later that Nancy Pelosi kicked me off my committees. I don't think they liked those articles of impeachment very much <laughs> on their brand new president, even though we all knew he was guilty. Uh, we all knew before he became president because of the Hunter Biden laptop and all the information. But serving on the oversight committee, being involved deeply in the impeachment inquiry, I can tell you the we have mountains of evidence. We have so much evidence that I think it's absurd that we have not impeached him yet. It is a, it's an absolute failure. And, um, you know, Speaker Johnson is brand new in his speakership. The honeymoon period is just worn off. Uh, I was disappointed that he passed the continuing resolution. I voted against it. I voted against the other ones under Kevin McCarthy, and I voted against this one because we should not be continuing Joe Biden's uh, budget, the budget that Nancy Pelosi created that has open border policies, the woke trans agenda in the military, um, and is funding the weaponized Department of Justice that's hunting people down in their homes uh, constantly. And I, I was really disappointed he did that. And um, now my understanding, though, on impeachment is he is supporting our inquiry um, and he is supporting if we have the evidence to impeach. I'll tell you, we have the evidence. Here's what we're lacking. We're lacking enough Republicans that will vote for it right now. I know that sounds so pathetic, but we only have a three seat majority. So it's very difficult if we lose any votes, any any Republicans then we're not able uh, we're not able to to pass it. So we need stronger Republicans, and we need them to get their act together and impeach Biden. So is this going to be a big campaign message then for the twenty four election? You know what I mean? Because I think uh, you know if people look around the country, look at we, we one we have the opportunity to get rid of Biden, which I think is a good idea because of all of those reasons, yeah. right? Like 10 million yeah. illegal immigrants in our country and so on and so forth. The Afghanistan inflation withdrawal, inflation, at record highs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so much stuff, mm -hmm. but um, it isn't just about the president. I think this is a problem that we've had uh, on the conservative side of politics for a very long time and it's down ballot voting, right? Not just mm -hmm. in Congress, but also at local votes, judges, DAs and shit like that, that George Soros has been involved in. What's right. who, who's leading the messaging? The RNC is not very good at this stuff. 
Uh, who's leading the messaging? Like, hey, it isn't enough to get Joe Biden out of the way. You have to get Republicans who are actually going to stand the fuck up for conservatism, right? Well, the, so who's the, doing that? But the, pro- the, the problem is the, the head of the RNC is uh, Mitt Romney's daughter. Um, you got to get her out of there first. And, you know, back to what Vivek said at the top of that, that last uh, debate is he said the Republican Party has become a party of losers. Um, and, you know, to your exact statement, they can't get it together as a whole. Like, you guys can't agree on everything, and it seems to be splintered in half. How do we correct that going into 2024? Well, I tell you what, that's where I'm depending on all of you voters. I would give anything if you would send me stronger Republicans that are willing to impeach bad people because they deserve it, that are willing to take the hard votes and censure uh, Rashida Tlaib and others the way they should be censured, and are willing to pass strong bills that really cut spending and get rid of these horrific policies. I mean, we should be gutting agencies. We should be shutting down agencies from this overbloated government. But that's where I have to depend on the voters. You guys are the ones that are able to make the changes. I can't do that. Um, and I, I really hope that that you're able, you know, our voters are able to do that. But unfortunately, guys, my time is up. I know. Um, we only got interview. you. I know. We only got you for a half hour today. Yeah. Uh, the book is called MTG. It is out everywhere now. It's available uh, right on Amazon. You can get it tomorrow if you want it over there. Uh, real quick, uh, before you get out of here, two just quick things. Uh, Lauren Boebert, you called her a little bitch on the floor. Were you guys <laughs> able to patch things up? That was in a private conversation. It was to her face when no one was listening. And I tell this story in the book. And unfortunately, she ran immediately to the press and and told them what I said when that conversation should have never gone anywhere. Um, I'll let you, I'll let people. Uh, sorry, they keep. I, I get uh, it for the next one, but yeah. I'll let people read it in the book. MTG, you can get it on Amazon or MTG Book dot com. Thank you so much, you guys. Absolutely, thank you so much. Okay. Take care. Bye bye. Okay, thanks. Bye. Look, she was great. Uh, I was not expecting that whatsoever. Um, you know, look, we've chatted about her on the show for the last few years. I always thought she was kind of crazy, and uh, and she was actually fairly sensible, I think. Uh, what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, I mean, if we had more time, I could bring that crazy out. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, at the top of the show, I at least admitted the, the space lasers, the Jewish space lasers are real, and she got that correct. And that was nice. But, uh, well, uh, no, I don't think anybody questions whether space lasers are real. Those have existed since the 1980s, since the Star Wars program, I right? did. You didn't think they were real? I So I saw they the were movie Real Genius. No, no, no. Yeah, well, okay, yeah. But that, like, that's a real thing. <laughs> no, right? I know, but I haven't seen it. Um, I want to see it in real life. No, no. The, the comment was that some Jewish organization was using those lasers to start forest fires in California, oh. which is a different statement altogether. It sure is. Um, it yeah. sure is. But uh, no, to, to be fair, like, look, uh, you see these uh, statements and, and clips and all that other shit. Uh, this is the first time I've ever seen her in a, in a full sit-down conversation like this for, for 30 minutes. By the way, for the audience at home, um, she is promoting the book, so we knew we only got a half hour's worth of time here today. Uh, so that's why she had to jump. That's what happens in these big press events, especially with fancy celebrities and whatnot, uh, and especially politicians. They're mm. on it, dude. It's it's second to second. They're yeah. in and out, dude. Well, if you're going to be on something, you should be on a ghost bed, right? You sure should. From ghostbed.com forward slash drinking, bros. 50% off everything in the entire store. 
That's mattresses, pillows, sheets, adjustable bases. You name it. Everything is 50% off for the holidays. Kids, uh, if you're like me and you and your wife or your husband, I don't. we don't kink shame on this show. You go get one big ticket item there for Christmas. Getting a brand new bedroom set is a great idea. Uh, nothing better than a good night's sleep. Right now, when you use the promo code Drinking Bros, you're going to get 50% off. And when you check out, you're going to see a three-year pay-as-you-go program. No interest as long as you have decent credit over there. And guess what, kids? That 50% off can be stretched out over three years. You can kind of forget about it, dude. That's nice. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Uh, let's get to the news, shall we? Terrorist attack at the northern border, which we talked about here with uh, MG, MTG at the MGT. At the MG, MGT is uh, something that Jared, something totally different. Jared and I came MTG. up with median giant temperature. Correct. Yeah, and which uh, is the, I was thinking of Magic the Gathering for no, MTG. Well, so. that could be that as well. Could right? be, but it's also her name. But MGT is uh, mean giant temp, which is uh, the the ambient temperature. Mean temperature, like average temperature of a vagina. Of a vagina. MGT, right? Sure. So it's a standard, and then you fucking hit it with the little laser to tell how hot it is, and you are like, oh, your MGT is plus minus whatever, right? Uh-huh. Uh, which I like a lot. Uh, but as far as the terrorist attack goes here, uh, the attempted terror attack was at the Rainbow Bridge in Niagara Falls. The falls didn't blow up, right? We've still got water there. Delco, what do you think? What? Still got water at Niagara Falls there, up, uh, up at the Rainbow Bridge? Okay. I look. I don't want to lose Niagara Falls. Is all I'm saying. No, it's it's big gone. fan. No, it, you can see uh, there's some wreckage. You can find the pictures on the internet. Um, there's no point in showing it here. But yeah, an attempted terror attack. Um, Fox two, News. Yeah, ve- vehicle with two drivers uh, skirted through. As you heard, uh, Representative Green say skirted through. Uh, tried to skirt through a checkpoint. I don't know if they hit a post because there's uh, metal poles that are 15 feet down on the ground that'll pop up mm-hmm. to stop from going through. I don't know if they hit that and then detonated. I don't know what happened, right? We don't know what happened yet. Um, fire will get in there and figure out what happened, but um, remains unclear if anyone aside from those two in the car were injured yet. We don't have any reports on that, but it doesn't look like it so far. I haven't heard any injury reports, which is good. So I, I what I had heard uh, briefly was that there was one border, border patrol agent that was injured, and mm. then the two uh, terrorists were dead in, in, the, in the vehicle. They're definitely dead. Uh, yeah. There's no duct tape or anything that's going to bring those guys back? I don't think so, but do you think they attacked it because it was called Rainbow Bridge? <laughs> oh, boy. You think it's a hate crime now? Could be. Yeah, could be. Oh, wait. Don't I want to rule it I out. I think I might actually have video of it. Yeah. I do, do you really? want my CBP guy to send me video of this. I see. Um, who can I send this to? Uh, Ross's iMac. Yeah, send it to Ross's iMac. Joel, you want to hop in there and, uh, and help out just in case over there? I like how Joel's got the beanie on inside. That's nice. Uh, the beauty of doing the show with you is we get all the cool shit before mm-hmm. everybody else does. Yeah, he just sent me this. Yeah, so we're, we're able to see it here. Uh, based on on what you've seen here, any guesses? Uh, well, put it up on there. We'll watch. All right, I just, here we go. I saw it on a small screen. Let's look at that. Here we one. go. So it's going to come in from the right, that guard station right there on the right. Okay. Boom. Oh shit. So I, I mean, that's a pretty, that's a relatively small explosion. Play it again. What you don't see are major concussive waves. Like if it was a one five five round or a bunch of Semtex or something in the trunk of that car and it blew up. The windows and those cars over there would have got blown out probably, mm-hmm. or you would at least see reverberations going through that. So it may just be some dumb asshole full up on gas 
to be honest. Gotcha. So those those cars on the left. Yeah, uh, but it was definitely somebody trying to get in through the border. So that that I don't know. Too probably too early to call it a terrorist attack based on this video. Frankly. Okay, because uh, uh, you know some other reports, and again these because look aren't, how look how much fire there isn't. Right. You know uh, I mean? Well, so some other reports which which aren't confirmed uh, say they there was a ton of explosives still found in the vehicle, but that were mm. they were undetonated. So maybe yeah, maybe they wired it up wrong. That's another possibility. Well, look, uh, terrorism ain't easy. No, I mean, so they what they should do is um, join a union. Right yeah. and and become an apprentice and then b- journeyman before you start trying to do the real work is all I'm saying. Right? I agree. Maybe it's like a four lions situation. You ever see that movie where they're just trying to go jihad and become terrorists and they just like fail? Miserably? Yeah, look, I, it's possible there. Uh, one of the stories, shit, I would told in uh, in Matt's book. <laughs> one of the stories told in that book was uh, the guy who put the suicide vest on inside out. Oh yeah, and fucking clacked just, off and just imploded blew back. himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, but uh, still too early to tell. Here. Here's what the CBP is saying: appears to be an intentional explosion. Car released from primary with two passengers pulled to choke booth, which is uh, there's a serpentine right. It's called a choke point. Choke mm-hmm. booth. There's a booth right there in front of it, so you can search the car and shit. Um, pulled to choke booth, stopped, and then detonated. So. Uh, Elon G in the chat said just a second ago, if you want to play that video again, throw it up there. Um, he said, if you notice right at the beginning of the video, there's a little bit of a vibration on the camera before you see the actual explosion. That That is a sign that it was a detonation. Okay. Um, that's a good point. So right there. See that? Oh, got right it, got before. it. Yep. But it was, a, it was a weak one. So they probably fucked up. It's probably HME, like homemade explosives and not good ones. Yeah. So, or they wired it wrong. Who the fuck knows, man? Again, dude, terrorism ain't easy. Like, it looks fun and flirty when you see it online and then when you actually got to do it. <laughs> and you know what the, the sad part is? The CIA has been training these people to conduct terrorist attacks since the 1970s, and they still can't get it fucking right. That's 50 goddamn years, man. <laughs> it just shows you how incompetent the CIA is. I know. It's a shame here. New York Governor uh, Kathy Hockle uh, said in a statement that state police are working with an FBI terrorism task force to investigate uh, the incidents. And now all four land border crossings between U.S. and Canada have now been closed. Well, it's one part of the border that's closed, right? The only part. Southern part and is then, still uh, wide open. Um, uh, Buffalo Airport has shut down all of their international flights. Really? Yeah. Okay. But that's pretty standard. All right. Well, I mean, Buffalo parties, dude. So I didn't. I th- I thought, hey, it's a a fun, flirty start to the weekend for those guys. Yeah, just come out and shovel some snow on it. Shovel some snow. Throw somebody through a table. Blow up a bridge partially. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe the guy had a suicide vest on, but he's a Bills fan, and he was rewatching the game for the other day. Could be. It had dead man switch on it. He falls down. Boom. Yep. Fuck, man. <laughs> what a waste. He's got Josh Allen in fantasy through too many interceptions. Mm-hmm. We're just like, dude, I'm out of here. Uh, next up, we got the Georgia voting machines. U.S. District Judge Amy Tottenberg issued a 135-page ruling last Friday in the long-running lawsuit uh, seeking to rid Georgia of its electronic voting machines in favor of hand-marked paper ballots. The lawsuit filed by individual voters and election security advocacy group, uh, the Coalition for Good Governance. That almost sounds like a made-up phrase doesn't it yeah doesn't like, is that real <laughs> uh, they argue that the machine's cybersecurity flaws 
violate the constitutional rights of voters to cast their votes and have those votes accurately counted. In a footnote on the ruling, Tottenberg said that the evidence in the case does not suggest that the plaintiffs are conspiracy theorists of any variety. What do you think here? Uh, I think that they've already admitted this week that there were 3,600 duplicate ballots, Mm -hmm. right? Um, at a minimum. That's what they found so far during this. So whether or not there was quote-unquote widespread voter fraud or enough to have swung the election or not, these um, lawsuits that Dominion Voting has against our buddy Joe Oltman, yep. against Mike Lindell from Pillow, and so on and so forth, they're not going to win any of them. And, and to be honest, it, this might call into question the, the ruling made against Fox News, right? Even though it was one company paying itself, right? Sure. <laughs> Which is kind of gay, but... Because um, there's clear evidence now from national cybersecurity experts that the Dominion voting machines have flaws that can be exploited. There's no question about that anymore, and that's exactly what this judge is saying right here. Yeah, and... That, uh, doesn't, that doesn't mean... I know this is fucking pedantic, but that doesn't mean that something happened, but... It does. <laughs> and here, here's the biggest problem with uh, going up against Dominion. They have endless money, endless money to spend on lawyers, lawsuits. They can drag it out for years and years and years. Uh, I saw the, the MyPillow guy the other day on, a, on an interview saying that uh, he's going broke trying to fight off these lawsuits. And yeah, he's saying else. that because he wants you to buy more fucking slippers, dude. I, I'm going broke trying to fight these lawsuits. You got to buy $20 for slippers. I, no, he's not going broke. I haven't no. seen the slippers. That, that, are they $20? I'll take I, some Mike Lindell slippers. I don't know how much they cost. The products are actually kind of good, to be honest. I, I've never used but them. But he's actually. so annoying, I can't fucking listen to him. Plus, we've got a fucking bed sponsor that's actually good. <laughs> uh, so I'm not buying pillows from him. But I'll take the slippers. Ghostbed doesn't Little make slippies, slippers. Yeah. Let's I'll, see. I'll put some slippies My on. pillow slippers. Does he have his own face on them? I would want his face on them for sure. They have. They come in all sorts of designs. I think. Okay. I want his. I want two Mike Lindell heads on there. I want. You know what? I want. I want some to troll him. I want uh, like a hammer and sickle on the toe. Oh, that'd be you nice. Know what I mean, like a commie. Yeah. Mike Lindell slipper. Like, hey, I got these slippers in the mail, and it's got a fucking hammer and sickle on it. Mike, I got a little commie on here. They How looking, about that? They look. Remember those Overland slippers we used to have? Mm-hmm. Uh, the on the show like three years ago, they look exactly like that. Yeah, it's it's identical, and right. they are. Uh, what are we talking for the mo- for the moccasins? We're looking at fifty bucks. Shit. For the slip on slippers, the nice ones that are like the ones. Um, you get in a hotel room? Uh, no, like the ones uh, that were. This is how you know this dude's a huckster. By the way, the list price is one. 40 and the actual price is 50 bucks i'm cutting you a deal man Perfect. like get the fuck out of here dude <laughs> what a clown he's giving you 90 dollars off dude give him a break <laughs> give him a break we're gonna man. give you so on patreon we charge what 10 bucks for video mm-hmm. the actual value is fifty five thousand dollars per subscription for ten dollars right so sign up today yep. it's just i know it's just fifty five thousand dollars what we're doing is we're taking uh, $54,990 off and then giving that savings to you on our Drinking Bros podcast Patreon. Uh, you know who is giving you a good savings, though, is the Montana Knife Company, our next sponsor. Right now, you can grab yourself a Blackfoot 2.0 Speed Goat or Stonewall Skinner. Let's go. Use that promo code DB10 for 10% off your first order uh, on Montana Knife Company over there. We had Josh Smith on the show, huge fan, master bladesmith, uh, great dude, small business owner, and uh, we were so impressed with his knives on the show, I think I even, even asked him just 
point blank on air. I was like, yo, is there any way we could work together? Um, gigantic fan. We just got the cooking knives uh, at the house. Yeah, I was planning on talking Woo. about those and promoting them today, but they're completely sold out already. Gone. <laughs> um, Gone, dude. Uh, yeah, I got mine today, too. They're fucking dope. They're dope. It comes in a, in a nice, it's a bison leather rolling pack, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's fucking nice. Super nice. Yeah. And it was, look, we told you the other day, he makes limited edition stuff, and when it's gone, it's gone. So if you if you don't get to it in time, sorry about it. He'll bring it back. Yeah, they're going to make more of these. For sure. They'll, they'll have them back. But uh, but there's you know. a ton of knives on there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been making knives for 30 years, all in the United States of America, obviously. Uh, right in Montana, I think, is where they're in. Uh, design tested, built by hunters. Montana Knife Company is a hunting knife company, first and foremost. Sharpest knives out of the box and the easiest knives to sharpen. Montana Knife Company company young company working hard to keep up with the demand as we stated earlier uh these montana knives sell out within minutes of being released so head on over to montana knife company.com to see what's available now for the first time ever uh they got a bunch of other knives uh mm. that are that are brand new to the store and those are in stock right yeah. now great stocking stuffers for the holidays they are, yeah you can grab yourself a blackfoot 2.0 speed goat or Stonewall Skinner, use the promo code Drinkin' Bros or DB10, DB10 for uh, 10% off your first order over there. And it keeps the same drinking. Th- this, is, this is how this company works. So you buy one of these knives or several of these knives or however many it is, um, it is guaranteed for life. And that doesn't mean that if it breaks, you can send it and get a new one. It means if it gets dull, you can send it in, they'll sharpen it and mail it back to you, mm-hmm. right? For the rest of your life. Yeah. Or the life of the, the item, actually. So you can pass it on to your kids and shit. No, the rest of our entire lives. But both. Yeah. Because uh, your kids will probably outlive you. I want to outlive Josh and then oh, well, we can have just, his kids sharpen my knives for me. We can just knife him up. That's what I'm saying. With like, his own knife? With his own. Like, oh, thanks, Josh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And just give him one of the a Kill three him. Piece. Yeah. But then I also want his kids to grow up and be able to sharpen my own knives and then I'm going to give the knives to my children, and then boom. Yeah, but then do his kid then kill yes. your kids, right? Oh, uh, that well, that's the that's the risk you yeah. run. But yeah. I think that's the fun game that we'll play together. Yeah, because I really want those knives sharpened for the rest of my life. Here, next up, ivermectin and hydrochloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine is that what it is? Good for you. Look at you today. Pronounce not shit. today. Ah, it is. I don't think I've ever mispronounced anything on the show in my entire life. Uh, no. What have we done? Uh, close to 2,000 episodes here, something like that? Who could say? Who could say? First time I've ever missed right there. You know, it's not like I missed on MTG earlier. <laughs> uh, remember horse paste? That's what it was. Uh, well, it turns out it's, uh, it's not only an effective treatment uh, for COVID SARS. That, look, the U.S. government knew... It was based on previous DARPA research. Is this true? Yeah, it's true. So uh, a, a DOD document has finally been uh, released, not released, but gotten through a, a, a FOIA request. And here is what the document says. The EcoHealth Alliance response to preempt BAA is placed along with other proposal documents and preempt folder on the DARPA Biological Technologies Office uh, JWICS, which is Joint Worldwide Intelligence Communication System, which is basically like there's uh, Nipper, NIPR, which is like the open communication system for the military. Then there's Sipper, which is the secret one, right? Mm-hmm. It's non classified, then secret. And then JWICS is for TSSCI, yeah, compartmentalized, the most sensitive data that we have. So it is this, this document came from a share drive 
from DARPA on one of the most sensitive drives that exists in the world. And it says this, Ivermectin identified as a curative in April 2020 works throughout all phases of illness because it both inhibits viral replication and modulates the immune responses. Of note, chloroquine phosphate, hydroxychloroquine, identified April 2020 as a curative, is identified uh, as well, is identified in the proposal as a SARS-CoV inhibitor, as is interferon, which is identified as a curative in May 2020, which means by May of 2020, there were three separate drugs already on the market, already uh, uh, safe for human consumption that would treat COVID mm-hmm. three and yeah. they were not allowed to prescribe any of them until a vaccine came out. Well, I th- look, I think looking back at all this stuff, it was always about the money and big pharma, right? Sure. Yeah. But you like let a bunch of people die. I, so you can make money. I, I, it almost seems like it was intentional and like, Hey, I mean, again, I, I said this in the past and I'll say it again. The, the group that it was targeting old people, obese people, people with preexisting medical conditions, Mm-hmm. Those people can't work typically. Well, Delco, can you pull up the pull up the video here? Because there's a doctor, uh, Chris Shoemaker from Canada. He's an emergency medicine doctor in Canada. Uh, he runs through this pretty succinctly. There we go. Look at him just chilling, dude. North American science spent 15 years figuring out what to do with the next COVID. It was back 2002, 2003, the original SARS-CoV-1 occurred. And so all sorts of experiments went on to determine what would be a useful response were something similar to occur. And the research was done. It was research was all done by 2015, 2016. And DARPA, D-A-R-P-A, the American research arm of the U.S. military, it specifically knew and specifically recommended and passed the information on to the CDC that ivermectin in particular was the absolute number one product to be used in the event of a coronavirus pandemic. It was fully known that ivermectin, and certainly hydroxychloroquine as well, were highly antiviral and immune modulatory. And those two things were the key, to modulate the immune response, plus to be antiviral as well, those elements were both totally proven in vitro and in vivo with animals so that it was known. And of course, we knew it was completely safe for humans because these medications have been used for 35 to 40 years in humans. And so that's what was sitting there ready to be used at the next pandemic. It's hard to know what the biggest scandal of the last couple of years is. There's so many. Right. Like yeah. This is a big one. Um, J6. J6 is a big one. The fucking uh, uh, Trump stuff, all of it, the, from the, the 2020 election. From the 2020 election to the impeachments and shit like that. Man, it's like a flurry of bullshit. It's really hard to know which one is the most fucked up, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, look, let's even go <laughs> over uh, what Trump's going through as far as these, uh, uh, I mean... I want to call them trials, but they're not even trials. It's just a fucking sham here. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Let's take the the Georgia voting machines that you talked about. So that trial is going on. His election trial, and I'm going to use air quotes on that, uh, is going on. Although you know there's errors, and they just announced that there was Mm -hmm. errors. To me, that would be the end of that case of like, all right, great. If there was, and all they were asking for was a recount because there was errors in the the, the machines themselves, just do it. Like, it, it takes... 48 hours to go back and do that. I don't really understand why. 
Um, as far as the January 6th shit goes, you're seeing all the tapes come out now. That's another trial that he's facing um, up in Washington. It's still going on, although we've seen 40 hours worth of fucking videotape where you're just like, all right, sweet. Why yeah. is that still going on? All of this, all the way around, this doctor, everything else, all of this seems fake and that we're all idiots. And that's what they make you believe, that we're all a bunch of fucking morons, yeah. dude, who can't think for ourselves. And it, now, man, what we're telling you is true. It's, it's, it's got to be true, right? I feel like I'm living in the upside-down world here. Uh, but this just keeps happening over and over again, and I don't know what to think of it. I, like People ask me all the time, when, outside of the show, when we were in Wilmington doing that live show for Hardy F. Seltzer down there mm -hmm. at brunches, they were like, hey, dude, so Trump's going to win this next election. And I go, I thought he was going to win the last one, bro. I... I don't know anymore. I have no idea. Yeah, I remember when we were doing that election show with, uh, with Alex. Um, we were getting ready to sign off for the night, and I looked over and you're like, damn, he's going to win. Because yeah, yeah. I was kind of surprised with all the bullshit going on. He was up by so much. Yeah, and then it was like, oh, we found some shit. Well, yeah, Biden dro drove down, and he was like, oh, I, thought, I thought it was he was giving his concession speech, and I was like, cool, we can wrap the show. And then, yeah. nope, we're going to wait <laughs> a few days and, uh, you know, come on, man. All that other bullshit. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I Am I shocked by any of this? No. Does it keep happening and videos keep coming out? Yes. Are they going to do anything about it? No. I, none of this shit seems to uh, be happening. I mean, even to back to the top of the show with, uh, with Marjorie, uh, Jimmy Kimmel's monologue, which, you know, I was one of two people watching it, I guess. Last yeah, night. it, it was wasn't just, many It was people, on yeah. television in the background. I was watching local news before it, and, uh, and it came on. His monologue is just super far left now, and that's mm -hmm. kind of it. I mean, it's, it's all politics. There's no comedy anymore. He actually brought up her book in this, uh, and he brought up the January 6th committee uh, specifically regarding Marjorie and just said, look, oh, now we're going to have a January 6th committee about the January 6th committee, and then we're all going to pretend that January 6th didn't, didn't happen. It was like, it's not that. We're trying to find out why it happened mm -hmm. uh, and what the penalties are as far as if you're going to you know, put these people in jail and everything else. What does that do for the other people in the other insurrections? I guess nothing. And then at that point, um, the 300 people that were arrested that she was talking about earlier, I haven't heard a fucking word about them. Are they still in jail or did they all get out of jail? What happened with those guys? No, there's like, uh, uh, Owen Troyer still in jail. He's in prison right now. Mm -hmm. Sure is. It hasn't been sentenced. I, I don't think. Or maybe he has. I, I think he did get sentenced. Or he got like three months or six months. Or yeah, something. something I, I want to say eight, somewhere in that seven mm. or eight month range. But uh, what happened with the 300 people from the, uh, the pro-Palestine insurrection that happened? What, what happened to them? Oh, they've all been. Don't worry. They're out? They're all, they've all been prosecuted. No, dude. Nobody got They got arrested and released immediately. No course. shit. I, I didn't hear anything. Well, I, I'm assuming. I don't know that for a fact. But okay. Yeah. Just, that's right. That's how it tracks. I mean, people... The, these uh, uh, Antifa turds burned down cities for fucking six months over the summer, right, of mm -hmm. 2020, and the, uh, the vice president of the United States was bailing them out of prison. So, of course, they're not getting in trouble. No. Uh, nothing's going to happen with those guys. And, yeah, I, I don't know. We keep seeing all this video evidence of everything else, and uh, nothing's going to happen at the end of the day. I guess it's fun to know you're not crazy. Like watching this shit where you're like, all right, cool. At least I'm not crazy and I can continue on my day. I guess it does make you feel crazy, though, because people yeah. like you're we're just going on about our regular ordinary business. Like our country hasn't been completely fucked up. But, you know, that's kind of how you got to do it these days. Yeah, you can't. We're not going out into the streets and fighting. That's not going to happen. You just got to wait for them to start some shit and you beat the Christ out of them. You know, 
That's kind of what we're left with here. Uh, next up, Israel has approved the ceasefire. Uh, you brought this up the other day, and it actually did go down. So 50 hostages uh, have been set for release. Uh, however, Israel vows to continue the war after the truce here. Now, what I find interesting about this was this was actually announced by the government of Qatar. Why Qatar in particular? Was well, that Qatar is the cutout that we've been using to fund Hamas for the last 20 years. Ah, you don't say. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, yeah, since the late 90s. Great. And uh, Israel as well. Israel sends Qatar money, then they get, that money gets sent to Hamas as well. Well, technically to Palestine, right? But Hamas won the elections to run Palestine in 2006, and they have been off and on ever since. So that's where the money goes, directly to Hamas, which is a terrorist organization. Awesome. But we're, we're, look, we're giving money directly to the Taliban. So at least we're, we're using a cutout on this one. You know what I mean? <laughs> Qatar's foreign ministry said it would announce uh, within the next day when the clock will start to tick on the truce. I, is there a fucking timer? Tell me there's a timer like the NBA, like a shot clock that's right above the border there. This is and the then- truth. Yeah, yeah, but it's got seconds on it where it's like, all right, we're going to get everybody out of here. We got four to five days. And then after that, we're going to start blowing shit up again. I don't know how that works or or if somebody jumps in early, what happens there? Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, they're going to release 50 hostages um, in stages uh, for the exchange there. uh, And what Hamas said would be uh, 150 Palestinian prisoners uh, released that were uh, held by Israel. Uh, those freed by both sides will be women and children. Uh, well, at least they got that right, mm-hmm. um, partially there. Uh, another part of this package was humanitarian aid uh, will, will be sent to Gaza, and that's going to increase. Now, the announcement comes just hours after Israel's cabinet approved the deal. It capped weeks of indirect, oh, I love that word, Qatari-led negotiations. You don't say. <laughs> indirect it's like uh this is how gay this is it's like middle school and you like the girl on the other side of the classroom so you don't t- you can't talk to her because you're a fucking coward right mm-hmm. so you have to go talk to her friend like hey can you tell melissa that her fucking shoes look down i don't know what you even say in middle school how do you compliment a girl in middle school i don't remember pigtails is the way i went mm, that's yeah. that, i think that's a little younger bud no you, i was may, in, well i was in middle school so you I was, maybe want to check yourself in. no dude it was courtney crabtree i'll give her a shout out mm. i don't know if she's dead or alive but that Let's was look her up. she had courtney uh, with a c uh yeah, yeah it was courtney <laughs> crabtree with a c it was that serious we'll find out crabtree classic georgia, georgia name by the way yeah well no and not that there was some weird spelling obviously but yeah she had pigtails um Whatever, it dude. looks like miss crabtree is she alive is an interior design Great. Yeah. How does she look? Uh, We're not going to put her on screen. I can't. Uh, she was hot in middle school. I can't confirm this. Is, it's not <laughs> a lot of pictures of her. In Georgia? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Hold on. I got to find one here that has a thing on it. That's really fun. I haven't thought about this person in years. Uh, that's so hilarious. You're able to find people in like record time. True story. Last week in Wilmington, <laughs> I, me- I mentioned somebody's daughter who works at a tire shop. I didn't even know the fucking girl's name or anything. He found her in less than, I think, 40 seconds. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? I mean, you had pictures of her, everything. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's the location she lives in. Holy shit. Yeah. At a tire shop. A tire shop's daughter. In Wilmington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, pretty fucking hilarious there. Yeah. Uh, next up, guys, if you're over 30, you're going to want to hear this every year after puberty. HGH, human growth hormone, uh, the hormone responsible for workout recovery, performance, metabolism, and even sex drive starts to decline, sometimes by 50% by age 35. Man, I'll be hitting that in two years at age 33 here. Doesn't matter who you are, how hard you train, or how good you eat, it's happening to all of us. That's where BioPro Plus comes in. BioPro Plus is the first of its kind non-synthetic alternative to prescription HGH, uh, human growth hormone treatments, all the benefits of synthetic HGH without any of the needles, side effects, or doctor's visits. Best part about BioPro Plus, works super fast and it's easy to use, 100% safe. It's been trusted by physicians since 2009. Look, guys who've used it, experienced uh, better sleep. You and I experienced better oh, yeah. sleep on it, faster yeah. recovery for workouts and whatnot. It is uh, the only sleep aid. I said this the other day of the show. I'm not fucking around. It's the only sleep aid I've ever taken that both works and doesn't make me feel like shit and drowsy the next day. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck. I mean, I know there's some melatonin in it. Um, usually, melatonin makes me super drowsy and hungover feeling in the next morning, like taking the Xanax or something. You know that feeling where you're just like, I uh, can't yeah. get energized again. Um, this stuff just I coast right into the day. It's fucking great. Yeah, man. So head on over to bioproteintech.com to learn more or click the link in the audio description below and uh, pop in that promo code drinking bros for $30 off your first order. Mm. That is bioproteintech.com drinking bros for $30 off your first order. It comes in like a little vial. You just put it underneath your tongue right before you go to bed. It's nice. It stings a little. Like it stings a little, but, it, but you it's, know it's working. Yeah. It ain't bullshit. Hurts so good. Remember that song? Come on, baby. Make it hurt so good. I bring that up because uh, just to segue into this uh, slot story I'm going to do, Daryl Hall has gotten a restraining order against John Oates. Whoa. So I don't want to live in this world anymore. It's like I don't the, want to live in a world where Hall and Oates yeah. are fighting and not reuniting as a band. Doesn't it feel kind of like uh, the Brady Bunch breaking up or something? Yeah. Like Mike and whatever the bitch's name was. I don't Mike, remember. Mike died of AIDS. Yeah, but like. The father li- died of live AIDS. Live in the fantasy of the show is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I got a fucking stash that's grown in from. Uh, it's my whole note stash, dude. God damn it, man. So it's not a stick right now. They're in some kind of uh, legal battle, confidential legal battle right now, so no one knows exactly what it's about. Probably over... Sex toys? It's probably over me- music rights or something, you would think. Drill right? dose? Drill dose, maybe. Um, uh, the court documents are sealed, but based on court records, uh, Mr. Hall filed an undisclosed complaint against Oates on November 16th, uh, as well as a motion for a TRO, a temporary restraining order. The following day... The court officially issued a temporary restraining order that begins on November 30th. So he's got eight days to get him. Damn, dude. Or seven, technically, because it begins on uh, then. Uh, the Nashville Chancery Court confirmed the existence of the lawsuit, uh, but declined to further comment. So nobody knows what the lawsuit about is about or why or what Oates has done. Who, uh, we're not saying, but you're not putting any of the blame on Hall? Well, Hall filed a restraining order, and he got the restraining order from the judge, so he had some but kind of evidence. But sometimes people file first, where they're like, hey, sure, dude. Sure, yeah, but like he had some kind of evidence. To get the TRO, you have to have some evidence. Otherwise, they'll reject it. Here's why I know that. Because 
Nicole Arbor tried to get a restraining order against Jared and like That's right. Tommy and that country dude, I don't know his name, and then that bald dick from Canada. Okay. And uh, the judge said, no, fuck you. Gotcha. So, uh, look, TMZ is pointing out that Hall disparaged Oates on Bill Maher's Club Random podcast last year saying, you think John Oates is my partner? He's my business partner. He's not my creative partner. Oh, he went on to say, John and I are brothers, but we are not creative brothers. We're <laughs> business partners. We made records called Hall and Oates together, but we've always been very separate. And that's a really important thing for me. Separate but equal. Wow. Some, dude. some might say. Fuck. Hall sounds like a dick. What did Oates do? Which one is which, by the way? I don't know. I like the guy I, with the mustache. I don't know. I know there's a blonde and a brunette, and I don't know who's who. God damn so if like a, here's the problem. If I went to a Hall & Oates concert and a fight broke out, I wouldn't even know which side to take. I don't know the facts of the case or which dude is which. Me neither. Very confusing. What I, what I do know is uh, I don't like it. I don't like that they're not together performing beautiful music around the world. And this whole lawsuit thing, well, I can't go for that. No, I can't go for that. No, I'm just gonna let that joke hang there. I was sitting on it. There's I, I a uh, ever since you, you said it. There's a fucking this <laughs> hippie lesbian band called Bird and the Bee, uh-huh. and they did a cover of all of Hall and Oates hits. It's pretty good. Shit, dude, I'm looking at their hits here. Uh, they got a bunch. Your kiss is on my list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rich girl. Oh man, he's a dick in this interview. He goes, uh, "Yeah, kisses on my list." This is a this is a parent of their creative separation. Apparently, he goes, "I did all those harmonies. That's all me." <laughs> Who gives a fuck? They wrote shitty music in the seventies and eighties. They're like, "I did that. I came up with the fucking Jansport backpack, motherfucker." Now, like, relax, bro. If you're getting into Creed's catalog, like, fuck off. Okay, that's a real catalog full of bangers up and down the board uh speaking of which on uh ross patterson revolution this morning did you know that today is the day that uh, creed performs at the dallas cowboys thanksgiving game with the fucking flying through the Ooh. air with the shit i didn't know that it's also the same day that jfk got his his brains blown out also the same allegedly city. <laughs> same city too yeah well oh fuck we didn't make that connection earlier dude both in Dallas. I did in the description, so. Okay. Yeah. Both in Dallas. My God, Allegedly, man. For legal reasons. Sure. For, for JFK? This is a wild <laughs> show, man. One of the most controversial members of the U.S. government. Yeah. Uh, and then Israel and... Hollow Notes, bro. Hollow Notes and a terrorist attack. I, is it weird? <laughs> now that we're going back through the list, I got Hollow Notes at the top of my... Oh, yeah. Out of these things, I don't give a fuck about Niagara Falls. <laughs> Kidding me? I care about the falls. I, like, I'm a big uh, NF fan. I always have been. And uh, don't. I got pictures from me and my wife at Niagara Falls. Did we figure we out which it. one of these guys is which? No. no I was yeah. too busy during RPR just replaying the Zabruder film. So. Oh, yeah. Dude. So Daryl Hall that? is the blonde one. Oh, he is. And then John Oates is the the vaguely ethnic mustached one. I, so I'm, a, I'm an Oates guy then. Yeah. We just found out I'm an Oates guy. All right. So Hall is, is the one that got the restraining order or Oates? Um, I, you know what? I don't remember now. Yeah. I have to look it it's back It's so up. hard because they're intertwined. I don't know them as separate. 
Uh, all right. I've got a lot of links here about Courtney. Daryl Hall though. did it. So, it, yeah, it was the fucking asshole. All right. I'm, I've always been an Oats guy. We know that, dude. Everybody in the world knows. Everybody in the office knows I've always been an Oats guy. And, uh, we've yeah, never Darryl had one Hall. conversation about Hall and Oats. No, we've, we've had it ad nauseum, dude, in cars, trips, buses, planes. I'm always talking about Oats. Huge Oats guy here. So not surprising. That it's dickhead Daryl Hall who did all this shit. Uh, jealous of the perm, jealous of the mustache, always the cooler one. Nobody likes a fucking tall blonde dude. No one. There's no blonde guy ever That's that should true. exist in their 50s. That's not true. What, what was that? Dude? Sam, whatever the guy that was in. Uh, God, what the fuck is his name? That superhero fucking movie from Flash? the 80s. Flash Gordon. Yeah. Uh, the Flash? He's fine, Flash but it, I mean, look. This fucking guy. What a loser. Sam Jones is his name. Yeah, he was loser. fucking awesome. You don't say negative shit about Sam Jones. It's not, I'm not saying negative shit about Sam Jones, but I mean, you get to a certain age where you're just not blonde anymore, what about, dude. What about Bosworth? Uh, Brian Bosworth? Not blonde anymore. Nah, it's all gone. What about Dolph Lundgren? He's still blonde. He's great. No, I watched. Uh, you got to be careful if you say his watch. name three times, he'll pop up in the room. I know, and I don't want to do that. No, we don't. I don't he have still time. Kill us. He, no, he's got a master's degree in fucking quantum physics. He could or some kill shit. both I, of I, us. I, no, I'll kill him easily. No, you do. Drago. He's, You're he's not killing Drago. I, yeah, I could kill him easily. He's old, uh, and he's never done anything real in his life. But smarter than me, probably. So, okay. got to be careful there. All right. If he tricks me into some kind of contest like that, maybe. I'll maybe. Uh, <laughs> do you think he uses first form? He looks like he's beefed up pretty good, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what they were injected into his arms uh, in that movie in Rocky Four, but it was probably first form. Uh, probably. Go to firstform.com forward slash drinking bros today. Multivitamins, kids. I say this on the show every time. We're on YouTube today, so you can actually see it. It sits on my desk every day, and I just take a package of it. That's it. It separates all the vitamins for me. Good. Boom, I'm good to go. I don't need to take anything else. Antioxidants, CoQ10s, multivitamins, fruits and veggies, probiotics, EFAs. Boom, those vitamins go in my mouth. I forget about it, and then I, pr- I piss like bright yellow in like 45 minutes. It's awesome. So I know it's working, and it's good. We don't have the time to, to do all the fancy fun things, to, to work out and eat fresh all the time. Not every day. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, shit, this weekend it's Thanksgiving. Let's go. But I'm still going to put these vitamins in me, and I'm good to go. Also, they're doing a sweepstakes. They're giving away a fucking goddamn uh, razor. Razor, yeah. Hold on. Let me find the, the thing for it here. Man. It is a beautiful Polaris Razor Pro XP Premium off-road vehicle. It's got a fucking juiced-up sound system. It's got 22s, 64-inch fucking stance. It is dope as shit. It's a, it looks like a little Jared mobile, and it's also tricked out with first-form logos and shit. All you got to do to enter the sweepstakes is... Purchase shit from First Form. That's it. Every $10 gets you one vote or whatever the fuck, one ticket. I don't know what they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, go to firstform.com forward slash drinker bros. That's one S T P H O R M dot com. Yeah. Forward slash drinker bros. Forward slash drinking bros. You, gotta, you have to there. enter by 12 17, by the way. December 17th is the last day to do this. Yes. And uh, they've got amazing energy drinks, apparel, everything over there. Uh, orders over $75 ship for free. At firstform.com forward slash drinking bros. Next up, as Putin finally blinked, uh, Vladimir Putin says that he's ready to end the war as fighting with Ukraine is a tragedy. Uh, Putin also blamed Ukraine's President Zelensky for the continued fighting, saying Russia has never refused peace talks. 
This is a wild story that just popped up today. Well, it's not though. We know that that's not that that he's telling the truth there because we've heard this reporting before. We have, but did you believe it? Like, yeah. All right, I I didn't. I mean, look. At the end of the day, here he wants the land back. This is what you've called since day one mm-hmm. of this war. Is the Ukraine actually going to give up that that piece of land to 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 end this fucking thing and get it, get it over with? Yes. You think so? They don't have what option do they have? The their fucking pay pig is gone. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. The United States is yeah. is, is out of this, um, but not for Russia. Russia could sit there for fucking ever if they wanted to. Yeah, but Ukraine can't take the territory back. So Ukraine's best option is to fucking get the fuck out of there. I agree. But, you know, Zelensky's saying otherwise that he doesn't want to give up the land here. You know, I've got a conspiracy theory for you. What I would do if you were Putin, and let's say you really did want to install the next president of the United States like the Democrats Mm -hmm. claimed in 2016. You know what I would say? I would call Trump over. I'm not kidding. Mm -hmm. I would call Trump over and say, hey. I'm gonna, let's put you, me, and Zelensky in a room, and let's let's make it seem like you brokered this deal for everyone, and mm-hmm. then, boom, you could receive the praise yeah, yeah. and everything else. Here's what's really going to happen, though. Uh, Zelensky will have to capitulate. In a year or three, he'll leave office, and then he'll be on the board of some big company, and he'll be an oligarch in that area. Uh, Zelensky mm-hmm. will? Yeah. I, I think that felt like it was always going to be the end game for him. Uh, because let's face it, at the end of the day, he just wanted to be famous. He got it. Like, congratulations. No matter what happens in the next 10, 15 years, we will never forget him, Ukraine, this fucking story, all the shit that he's done. Like, he will go down as the hero that he always wanted to be. I I mean, I'll kind of remember him. I don't don't think about him. uh, Like, somebody else popped up uh, Gorbachev the other day, and you were like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that fucking guy. And then he did a Pizza Hut commercial. Uh, Yeah, it was the mark on his head, though. Right. I don't remember... I remember. I don't him. know, but here's the thing: I don't remember any of his policies. I don't remember. I remember the Cold War shit, yeah. right? Well, they mismanaged everything, right? The people so before is Ukraine, him, Yeltsin, and and so is Ukraine. Yeah. Well, so, no. So it was it was different in Russia. They cho- they were choosing their own. while well, the oligarchs were, but they were choosing their own leaders. Um, in Ukraine, we were toppling their leadership and putting new people in long before any of this shit got started. Okay. So. It, but it's similar. Yeah. Um, so in a virtual meeting on Wednesday here, this just happened moments ago, a Russian president said, military actions are always a tragedy. And of course, we should think about how to stop this tragedy. So he is alive, and at least he's saying it. And uh, I know we had chatted about this a few months ago of like whether or not he was dead or not. Yeah. And then he did say, by the way, Russia has never refused peace talks with Ukraine, which is correct. But that's you know kind of a misnomer because... Peace talks mean, hey, we're about to attack you. Do you want to come negotiate and give us that land? Obviously, Ukraine's going to say no. Then mm-hmm. you attack them. They're like, but you know, two weeks into the war was when the main one happened. When the Ukrainian parliament, I don't know about Zelensky specifically, but the Ukrainian parliament was ready to settle and give up Donbass to Russia. Russia was willing to accept, and the UN and the United States got involved and told them no for whatever reason, right? I mean, we know why. But. Right. Right. Um, but uh, look, uh, what's your over under then? What do you think this ends? Um, it's those, those winners are harsh, too. Do you think they're going to go through a full fucking winter over no, there? No, no. You think it'll be quicker? They'll than that? lose more people to the cold on the Ukrainian side than they will to combat if they go through a fucking. Well, there won't be that much combat because it gets right. It gets pretty fucked up there, mm-hmm. starting around late December, probably right around Christmas. Um, same thing in uh, other parts 
nearby there. I, I don't. There won't be that much fighting. So yeah, this is maybe he's just teeing up the peace talks now because there's going to be some prolonged stoppage to the to the movement and shit. If he calls Trump over there and they get that photo op, dude, that's it. <clears throat> He'll probably win it. Well, did you hear um, McCaskill, Claire McCaskill, yesterday on MSNBC? She said, she was like, these, uh, because Trump called somebody vermin or some shit. He goes, these words, the way he talks about people, it's like Mussolini Mussolini or Stalin or Hitler. But in a lot of ways, Trump's worse than them. Blah, blah, blah. Like, he worse than Hitler, really? You stupid (laughs) fucking bitch. God damn it, man. Are you shocked? Everybody's saying you're worse than Hitler. Like, that's, that's the go-to. Nobody now. You're worse says, than Hitler. No, they say like Hitler or this is the kind of stuff they would try to like casually associate somebody with Hitler. To say somebody is worse than Hitler or Stalin, right? Yeah. Who are responsible for like 50 fucking million people dying. Are you kidding me? <laughs> God damn it, man. She should really fucking learn what a shotgun tastes like. Well. In her free time. We'll see. We'll see. Just like your 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 brain is irreparably broken. You don't belong on this planet anymore. Find a way. Nitrogen poisoning, I'm told, is super fucking comfortable. You don't really notice. Really? Yeah. How long does it take? Not long. Okay. Worth a shot yeah. out there if you're looking for something. Uh, next up, we talked about Rashida Tlaib with uh, MTG earlier. A uh, new report says that a donor allegedly offered $20 million dollars to recruit a primary challenger in the upcoming election. Uh, A Michigan businessman called Democratic Senate candidate Hill Harper, the actor, um, by the way, uh, great actor. Uh, If you don't know who he is, great black actor. uh, He's got a goatee. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. who he is. Um, to, uh, to offer $20 million in campaign contributions if he agreed to drop out and instead mount a primary challenge to Rashida Tlaib according to a source with direct knowledge of the call. Uh, The source added that Harper declined the alleged October 16th offer from the donor, uh, Lyndon Nelson. Shit, they're even saying who it is. Yeah. Uh, Which would have split the campaign money between $10 million and bundled contributions directly to Harper's campaign and $10 million uh, in independent expenditures. What does that mean? Um, independent expenditures. So there's a wall that goes up between PACs and campaigns. Mm-hmm. You can give money to both. You can give an unlimited amount to the PAC, a certain smaller amount to the actual campaign and the PAC and the campaign after the, after the voting period starts. So like red voting registration period, I think or something. I don't remember exactly when the date is, but you, those two committees can't speak to one another. The campaign and the PACs can't talk. Gotcha. So it's just two separate entities. Okay. Uh, by the way, this isn't like The Rock, where people approached him about running. Because The Rock, I mean, he went to Miami, right? So he went to college. Yeah. Kind of, right? I mean, probably not much, right? <laughs> um, it's, a, it's, a, it's actually a good university. Yeah, okay. But he was a fucking defensive lineman. Sure. Right? He was there for football. Yes. So Hill Harper is an actor. He has a Juris Doctor from Harvard. Yes. Very, he, very smart. Yeah. And, um, and to my knowledge, like, uh, knew him a little bit back in the day here and there. And, uh, look, he's doing this allegedly, I know we've said this in the past for the right reasons, um, to leave Hollywood in a a fairly decent career there. I mean, he's been working for shit, man, 25, 30 years, Bill Harper, uh, to leave that, to try to go back and change your community, um, is, is pretty impressive and uh i look i hope it's for the best i don't know the fact that he did turn down the 20 million dollar offer though is pretty fucking 
rad to say the least where you're like okay cool um now he did uh decline to comment on uh, on the record about the story however he did confirm that uh this happened and that these terms were exactly like uh this story's publication has reported here in politico so it was real to turn down 20 million is uh, extremely rare in politics you and i know some people who wouldn't have turned down that fucking Mm -hmm. money um so good for him i guess uh next up here it's my favorite story of the week we saved it for last kids south carolina teacher arrested dang it dude uh delco if you could bring up the picture of uh this beautiful lady here this one this one always breaks my heart a south carolina private christian school teacher and mother of two was arrested wednesday for pressuring a teenage student into having sex and sending him naked pictures, police said. Reagan Anderson, 27, is facing two counts of sexual battery with a child 17 years of age. It's not a fucking child, okay? But look at this. Look at this little hottie. My God, dude. My God. Uh, This was the quarterback of the football team, okay? Was he? Sure was. (laughs) Oh, the quarterback of the football team. She is smoking hot. I she sent him, hate to hear these She stories. was sending nudes on Snapchat, and then she fucked him uh, at her house once, I think. Yep. And then in the parking lot of a fucking Wendy's or some shit. Pizza, pizza hut. Let's go, baby. I didn't, I didn't even know Pizza Hut was still in business. Nobody out right? pizzas the huts. And to be honest, Pizza Hut's getting probably 25, 30 mil in free advertising from this. I Shit, you're getting some today. I love Pizza Hut. I, I just wonder if it was a dining location that still had a buffet. Uh, well, they don't, didn't they have a salad bar, too? They sure did. He's gripping pepperonis oh. around her. <sighs> God damn, it was in the parking lot, so he fucked her oh, in the okay, car, yeah. probably. Well, you can see the pizza, though. Right? But yeah, uh, look, she's facing a lot of time here behind bars. He's a 17-year-old quarterback of the team. You know what she should get is... Uh, a fucking like two week vacation to Greece or something. I don't. I don't understand. We've talked about this in the past on this show. Why are you reporting this, dude? This is this is amazing. Well, who reported it? Well, it got around the school, and then the mom says that. Uh, oh God, dude! I'm gonna read her statement here. I. Mm, this is a father of of sons. If this happened to my 17 year old son, who was quarterback of the team, he was fucking his gorgeous teacher here. I'd look the other way. I mean, I'd probably have a word with her and say, "Look, we we should uh, we should see those nudes, yeah. and then you're you're gonna have to cut this out." But I'll make an agreement with you here. I'm not gonna fucking out you if you're at the school. Uh, so here's the statement uh, from the, from the quarterback's mother, a trusted coach, teacher, and friend that abused our trust and violated her oath as an educator. She has ruined our son's life. No, she probably made it awesome. I mean, you know, if it's if he never has any ambition after this because he's peaked already, I guess technically you say that. But that's a that's the case for a lot of high school quarterbacks that didn't fuck their teachers, right? <laughs> so he's going to be used car salesman. Life gets worse than that, bud. Well, is she lobbying for a lawsuit with this shit? Obviously, I'm sure. That's yeah, what they're just trying like. to get money out of it, and then he's probably this dude will probably be dating that teacher when she gets out of jail. I mean, because she's gonna get like fucking eighteen months, maybe tops, uh, something like that. It's mm, no. usually four, seventeen. No, 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 no. I no, hope no, no. so. No, look, I hope no. so. Look at how hot she is. Yeah, uh, she won't. She won't spend f- four or five years in prison. She doesn't no deserve to send, no. spend two days in there. Not one day. No, no 
Not one day. Not one day. Not one day. She deserves a fucking party. Tell me what kind of cake you like, and I'll make it for you. I'll put I'll, a file inside. You can fucking file your way out of that thing. I'll bring the pizza. I know a place. It's called Pizza Hut, and I'll deliver it right to your fucking face. Uh, now, the mom also went on to say, and this is where I really start to lose my, my tits here. This is where I really start to come out of my bra and tits. Is, uh, he should be 100% focused on being a fun-loving, football-playing young man. He's 17. He should be focused on trying to fuck <laughs> anything that moves, dude. What are you talking about? But then she goes on to say, but this predator robbed him of that ability. No young quarterback or athletes is safe in our community if this woman is free. I like how she went out of her way to say no young quarterback mm. because obviously that's the position he plays. Or and then she goes, or anybody else, like you know, the rest of you fucked up uh, yeah, punters and kickers people, yeah. and placeholders and uh, fat defensive uh, linemen. Like, oh god, did dude. they did they show the mom? I haven't seen the mom. I haven't seen the mom. That's what I want. She's see not now. in there. All we need to see is this mugshot. That's we're good on that. Well, there's another. There's other pictures of this woman. That there is. Better they're, they're better. But look, if you're looking that hot in a mugshot, and you're this is a production thing, mm. you're you're fucking uh, whitewashed back there. Whitewashed. The lighting's bad. Uh, yeah. All of it's terrible, and she still looks that great. Mm -hmm. Imagine in real life. Good for her. Yeah, I mean, you can. I, I guess I've had debates with people about this stuff when it's. When the when the boy's like fourteen or fifteen or something like that, I still don't think it's that big a deal to be honest. For a man, yeah, I, I just don't. But seventeen, what the fuck? You can sign up for the army at seventeen. I know you we, can go to basic training. You can't deploy until you're eighteen, but you can join the army at seventeen. And there's a shit ton of states where seventeen is the consenting age. Yeah, what state is this? Uh, South Carolina, I believe. South Carolina's sixteen, brother. Ooh, yeah, this on. so it's that that hang might not. On. It may be a crime because she's his teacher. But it's not like statutory yeah, rape. South Carolina. Yeah, it's 16 in South Carolina, brother. Mm, find out. Um, but anyways, uh, so here's how this got popped. There was rumors going around about the inappropriate relationship regarding a staff member and an upper school student. And the administration immediately contacted law enforcement. Man, I... If my mom sat me down and said, hey... I'm going to report this, and we're going to take this. We're going to send this fucking lady to jail. I'll be like, no, no, we're not doing any of that. I'm going to live my, my life. I'm going to be normal. Because now everybody at school is probably like, yo, dude, you've got fucking Mrs. Tawny fired or whatever her name is, you know? Why? Yeah. Why did you get the hot teacher yeah, fired I was before we could all her, have yeah. sex with her? Um, it's crazy to me. Yeah, so let's see. Press mm -hmm. Pressuring teenagers to do naked. I'm trying to find... So she's facing two counts of sexual battery with a child. That's not a crime in South Carolina, 17. They might have raised it, dude. I don't know. No, it's not. It's, it's still 16. I just looked it up on their website. Okay. On their cr criminal website. So the judge so said Anderson... Maybe, maybe, maybe the dude, maybe the 17-year-old is telling his mom, like, yeah, she forced herself on me. Like, okay, dude. We're, is that... Because your dick's got to get hard. Yeah. No woman can rape me. I can stay soft yep. as long as I feel like it. Yep. That's not a thing. It's just not a thing. I know. Um, I agree. So the, for you women out there that get offended if a dude is able to with, with resist you, like, you, we're, yeah, it's, we're, it's, fun. it's not it's, that hard. That's, it's not hard. Yeah. It's not going in. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, Can't not, fold it up. Not coming in 12 seconds is a problem sometimes, right? If you get too excited, <laughs> but uh, you can't make me hard if I don't get hard. That's, it's, not a, it's not a thing. Maybe she spiked his fucking his, uh, Pepsi. 
Pizza Hut uses Pepsi products, right? They sure do. Should put a little, little, uh, yeah. A little, this uh, is, this is, none of this case makes sense. No, she should have came to my house at 17. Uh, so the judge has set the bond at $2,500. Awesome. All right. She can pay that and ordered her to wear a GPS monitor. Now, here's the, the judge problem. just wants to know where she is. I know. So, so he can I. fucking get in there. Yep. You know what I mean? He's like, wear this just so I can make sure you're not doing this again to anybody else but me. Uh, the problem I, I only have with this is she does have two young kids and is married right now. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's going to suck for the husband, obviously. Well, I mean, we don't know for sure that he's not a cuck, though, right? Or that he was like, hey, dude, I'm into this, and I'll beat mm. off to her on the side. Uh, well, but, but her bio does state that uh, she's currently a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> I guess she's not teaching anymore. And she's uh, looking for some home opportunities to help support my family and I, and that's what her biography states. So home opportunities means... A tutor for my kids. Or OnlyFans. I don't have kids. <laughs> Can you come tutor my dogs in physics? <laughs> Man, those this is, stay-at-home this is opportunities, bro. Stop. This is, the same, this is the same thing as drug addiction. It's the same as people who are assholes at parties. It's all the same. Stop fucking up everybody's good time. Because you can't behave yourself and keep your fucking mouth shut. You know how many dudes... She would have ran through over the years yeah. until her like probably mid forties. Until she got tired of it. How many high school quarterbacks you guys could have won a state championship? Yeah, you Amazing. little fucking gaylord. God Amazing. damn it! Uh, now's the point in the show. We get to the drinking bro of the week. Uh, this was submitted here. It's not even a submission. Actually, this is an honest uh, thing that somebody did, and it was rad. Business party podcast on Instagram said, "Hey." Uh, drinking the new Hard AF Seltzers here. Got them shipped through the mail. Uh, yes, we do ship online at hardafseltzer.com. Uh, says, my favorite is the pina colada. Thank you. Uh, says, uh, the shipping company accidentally sent me an extra case. I was not double charged. However, I'm worried that you guys lost out on some money. Just wanted to be honest and tell you. And uh, look, cheers. That's amazing. Uh, business Party Podcast, we greatly appreciate it. Um, however, we don't care about $20, Keep the extra dude. case, dude. Merry Fuck Christmas. You. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy Thanksgiving. I almost, Party. We appreciate the I almost told Danny to send him another one. Like, how dare you? How dare you? We'll send you one more yeah, for free. you piece of shit. We'll show, we should show up to his house. Exactly. I can get his address off the fucking internet. Why not? If he bought one. Let me, let me find it right quick. Eh. We'll show up at his house and beat his ass. And then, then, and then just then give him we'll, free seltzer. We'll get fucked up with him, too, yeah. For sure. But we got to fight him first. For sure. Obviously. <laughs> uh, thanks for tuning in, kids. This is an extra special fake news today with Marjorie Taylor Greene. Shout out for her even coming on the goddamn program. That was a shocker. Uh, to be honest with you, fun show. If you're at home, rate the show a five-star on iTunes and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five-star, and you can walk away. For D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros Fake News. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs>